This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito with Engel and Volkers, and I lead the Despirito team. We're a team focused on residential real estate here in Southern New England. That's right. Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. And uh, we've got a power pack show for you today. We've got some awesome guests today. We're talking about divorce and real estate. We're also talking about tenancy. How are we dealing with tenants in this market? So a lot of great discussions coming up. We have some real great power players coming on the show. And we're also talking about uplighting for the holiday season. Believe it or not, it's crazy. I'm telling you, summer is going to be done. We're going to be jumping into Halloween. You're probably already seeing, and I know you don't want to hear this, the pumpkin lattes, the the, the, the damn candies everywhere. Costumes are going to be coming out, and Americans are going to be spending billions of dollars on different kinds of masks, Halloween masks, right? So uh, all this is happening, and of course, we have our top five events with riblogger.com. So super excited to be here with you. Thank you. And if you want to call me and ask me questions, guys, please, I always welcome feedback. You can, you know, tell me what you like, what you don't like, ask any questions. I'll always get back to you. It's 401-217-2333. I want you to save that number, 401-217-2333. You can save it as Emilio, the real estate guy. You can save it as anything. Call me whatever you want on your phone as long as it's nice. Okay. So um, anyways, we've got a lot going on here. I got to tell you, if you are a buyer, a real estate buyer, or somebody that is selling and buying, we finally have good news for you. It has been such a tough market for anybody who has been out there trying to buy and sell real estate at the same time. I mean, why? Because there was nothing out there. The inventory was so darn low. We were down to only about 600 single family homes in all of Rhode Island at the lowest point over the past year. And it teetered around seven, eight, 900 homes. We are now up to double that. That's right. There's double the inventory that there was at the lowest. I pulled the reports. It's 1,200 plus single family homes available on the market in all of Rhode Island. Now keep in mind, yes, that is down exponentially from the normal four or 5,000 homes. But again, we are double the amount that we were before. So what does this mean for you if you're selling and buying. Number one, it means that you're going to be able to find a better home. Well, maybe not a better home, but you're going to be able to find more homes. You're going to be able to be a little bit more picky and you're going to be going up against fewer buyers out there because there's more inventory. Also, here's another thing I need you to know is that whenever it's back to school, we run into something called seasonality. This is the time when you're a buyer. If you've been you know, uh, losing out on bids. If you have been uh, going up against five or six or 10 buyers, losing out on bids on homes, now is the time where most people walk away and focus on back to school. Now's the time where you got to be hitting it hard. 
right? And you might have specific questions about your town, about your market. There's 39 municipalities, but you know, there's well over a hundred housing markets here in Rhode Island, even more because every neighborhood, every section is really its own market. But I got to tell you as a whole, Rhode Island single family homes have been doing very, very well over the past couple of years. But again, right now, fantastic time for you if you're selling and buying. Now, why? Because you have a little bit more time and a little bit less stress now to find a home when your home is on the market, okay? And keep in mind that it also means that you might get fewer offers on your current home, but houses are still selling, believe it or not, at 103% of sales price. List price to sales price, 103%. That's all of Rhode Island. Keep in mind, that's taking in some of the not so hot markets too. Pretty crazy. There's some towns that are seeing 7% over asking, 10% over asking, some other neighborhoods that are as high as 15% over asking. I mean, the, the market's still bananas. So you're still doing pretty well. And you, yes, you still have to be somewhat competitive when you're going in as a buyer as well too but a little less competitive. I hope that makes some sense because it's quite a process buying and selling congruently and you're going to need the right guidance. Um, and I want you to use me as a resource. I've got a full team of people um, and I'm happy to personally guide you as well. 401-217-2333. Let's talk about your home value. Let's see what you can get. Best case, worst case scenario. Let's see what makes sense for you to purchase. You know, are you looking to downsize your liability? You're looking to downsize the amount of money you spend on maintenance on a home, or are you looking for a simpler life? Maybe you don't care if you increase the your, your you know your cost of living. Maybe you want to jump into a, a gated 55 plus condominium community. You know, we've got a, actually a fantastic listing that just hit in Tiverton. Oh my God, 71 starboard. Um, Unit number 260 for 600K, one level living, amazing views, unbelievable. You got to check that thing out online. So a lot going on here. Again, 401-217-2333. Let's go over some other statistics here because I love stats. I'm a statistics junkie. I don't know about you, but um, love this stuff, live for this stuff. So 1,200 plus active single family homes. And I say plus because it could change five or 10. So I don't want to give you the wrong info, but about 1200 single family homes in the market and about 2000 pending. Okay. So you can see that the pendings are still outweighing the actives, but here's some interesting data I want you to check out, right? We have two classifications of pending here in Rhode Island MLS. We have the AU active under contract, and then we have pending. Okay, or PN in MLS, or realtors will notice. So active under contract are all of the properties that hit that still have the inspection time frame to get through, maybe some mortgage contingency to get through. And then once it gets through these major contingencies, the realtors pop it into pending. Now, the interesting thing here, okay, is that active under contracts are happening in 32 days on market. So basically homes are taking 32 days today to go pending on market versus the pendings. And I'm talking about the homes that went pending about 30 days back, which were 13 days. Look at that. That's double, double the amount of time it's taking. Again, there's fewer buyers out there because there's more inventory and people are getting ready for school. 
that backs that. Let's look at the solds. When we go about 30 days back, the median sold price here in Rhode Island, 380K for single family homes. 18 days on market. You're going to see that again, jump up, obviously, because our pendings have jumped up. Pretty interesting stuff. Happy to help you crunch the numbers, see what makes sense for you. May or may not be the right time for you, but you've got to look at all the details. You got to decide, and maybe you want to relocate. Maybe you want to go down south, out west, up north. Maybe you want to live in Africa. I can help you in all those places. We're in five continents at Engel and Volkers. We've got a global network of the top advisors in the world. And we can help you with whatever you need as far as real estate. I got a client going out to uh, Portugal. I got another one going out to England. He wanted to buy a castle. How cool is that? I was able to refer him someone out there. Um, so unbelievable network here. Awesome. Really excited to be with you here today. We've got a slam jam packed show full of some great stuff. We're going to be talking about divorce and real estate up next with Tanya Corsi. She is an advisor here at Engel and Volker. Stay tuned. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is your real estate show, the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thank you. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, your show all about the ins and outs of real estate how to leverage real estate, how to navigate the markets, and really how to come through on top um, and achieve your goals here with real estate. So um, we've got a special guest with us here today. I'm really excited to have her on. It's none other than Tanya Corsi of Engel & Volkers here out of East Greenwich. Tanya, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So glad to be here. <laughs> You're very welcome. Great to have you on. Now, Tanya is one of our advisors at Engel and & Volkers, and she uh, she focuses on, on helping clients buy and sell properties here in Rhode Island. And Tanya um, is going to be talking about, uh, you know, the, the topic of divorce in real estate. It's a tough topic. It's a tough situation. Tanya and I deal with a lot of different clients that are going through the divorce process. Um, we do have several divorce attorneys that refer their cases to us because of the way that we've set it up here at Engel and Volkers and in the process and the empathy that, that we, you know, um, you know, that we have for these folks. It's not an easy time. So let, let's jump into that, Tanya. Um, yeah, I mean, divorce is considered like the second most stressful event in someone's life that they could go through. Um, so what's one? I believe it's death of a spouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because divorce is kind of like the death of a spouse. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sure. I mean, there's definitely a grieving process. And when you add dividing uh, property to that, I mean, that creates more stress. I mean, Basically, your home is considered where you're secure, your stability. So yeah. um, giving that up possibly or, or not the uncertainty is really scary for a lot of people. It can be, you know, the, the marital domicile, that's, um, that's, that's what the attorneys call it, right? And it's, 
it gets tough because sometimes people have kids. Sometimes people, you know, sometimes one spouse put more money in than the other spouse. And I understand that, you know, marital assets, it's all technically under the umbrella of the marriage, but there's a lot of, of feelings, a lot of emotions, a lot of, you know, they're, you know, making out better than I am, this and that. It's a tug of war in essence, and it's not easy. So, so what, what are you doing to guide your clients through that? I mean, basically as an agent, I mean, you're supposed to be a neutral third party, but what you can guide is the communication. I mean, sometimes if you're going through a divorce, I mean, that communication is completely broken down. So, I mean, it's some, you're the go-between sometimes between those divorcing spouses, as well as, I mean, you definitely want to be, you know, have confidentiality of their, of, you know, some information that you're hearing from either spouse. Um, and I mean, you're handling the transaction with the marketing and negotiating and, and the paperwork. I mean, mm -hmm. but I think most important is, and you hit on that in the beginning, is having empathy. I mean, you might spend longer time just hearing them. Sometimes they need that listening ear and that's, you know, super important. Yeah, you're correct, Tanya. And, you know, it's important to handle a divorce situation in a particular way. And, you know, when I started working with divorce cases, I realized that you want to make sure to remain neutral, as you said, that was perfectly put. And the way that we do it and the way that we have it designed here at Engel Volkers is that we keep both folks, um, you know, both spouses on separate emails, but they get the exact same information. So it's literally twice the work for us, but it makes things so much more seamless. And I tell them when I start, I... I call them and I say, listen, I'm sorry. I know you're going through a tough time right now. I know this is not an exciting process for you. I want you to know that I'm here for you and to help you with this transaction. But I want you to also know that I'm going to remain neutral here. Okay, so I'm not going to run back and forth. And, and if you have something to vent about or say about, I'm not going to go run back and forth and gossip. I owe you, I owe you uh, uh, it's a fiduciary relationship. So I owe you confidence. But at the same time, I am here to help you sell your real estate. So I want to stay focused on that. And I got to tell you, Tanya, once I've had those conversations and people can feel the empathy, it goes such a long way. And we have so much of an easier time. We even have the spouses separated at closing so that they don't have to run into one another. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's an important, you know, the process that, you know, we do at Engel and Bokers is, you know, normally works out perfect. Yeah. It does as good as, as good as, good as it can. Absolutely. Good. Anything, any, any other tips or anything else you'd like to share with us? How do they get started? What do they do? I mean, the parties can decide how they want to divide up the property, but I mean, when they can't decide, that's when the court steps in. Rhode Island is an equitable, uh, division distribution state. Mm -hmm. So I mean, what that means is the court attempts to divide marital assets fair and equitably. So they take things into consideration. Um, mm -hmm. That might be uh, what each spouse is earning, uh, what uh, if one's spouse monetarily contributed to another's education, as well as non-monetary um, contributions, such as raising the children, um, 
you know, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. There's a lot that goes into it. I, there's a worksheet. I forget the, uh, the, the name of the worksheet. Do you remember it? Do you remember the name of it? I don't. I mean, that's on the lawyer side, right? That yeah. they, that or the they mediator, um, the yeah. attorney or the mediator side. And they, they, they break down all of, you know, your assets and everything. And obviously, you know, the marital domicile is, is on there. Um, one of the things I learned, and by the way, I'm not an attorney, so I can't give legal advice, but one of the things that I did learn is that if you purchased any type of assets before your marriage, those may not be up for grabs from your spouse. I did hear that as well, but if you purchase them together, even though you're not married, yeah. uh, they're, they seem to treat that as right. a Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, I mean, I mean, basically the, the best advice that I can give anybody on this subject is, is make sure, you know, if, if you're, you're not in an amicable situation and that's always the best case, if you are get a mediator, still get a mediator, still. So you have professional guidance on that end. Um, and if not, then unfortunately, then you're going to want to get a divorce attorney. We do. I, I highly recommend John La Rochelle, um, uh, he's fantastic, John La Rochelle and or John Grasso as well. They, they've been great, um, and and I've referred uh, some of our clients to them, and uh, they just do a really great job. I'm sure you have some referral partners as well that you would refer out, but you know they handle things in a really good, empathetic way at the same time, and make sure that you're not getting raked over the coals. You know that there's a fair solution and that both parties can separate feeling like you know what this was fair a hundred percent as well as choosing the right real estate agent <laughs> oh of course i mean that goes that goes without without saying so listen if you have any questions at all for tanya she specializes in divorce and selling and buying real estate so if you need any help there give us a call on our off-air number leave a message for us we'll connect you with tanya it's 401 217-2333 and go ahead and uh, leave a message there 401-217-2333 tanya can go ahead and walk you through that process get you connected with uh refer recommend different attorneys to you to speak with as well if you need and kind of go over um the ins and outs of getting your home prepared to sell if if that is the situation that you're in and you're in you're in the best hands there. I can tell you that. So Tanya, thank you so much for being here with us today on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We appreciate you. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. You're very welcome. Awesome. Good stuff. Stay tuned. We've got attorney Michael Crane coming on and we're going to be talking about uh, working with tenants when you're selling a property. It's not always easy, especially in this environment. Michael Crane is a top-notch attorney here in Rhode Island. Um, just a fantastic guy all around. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, and streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Desperado. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show, your show all about the ins and outs of navigating the real estate market 
and all of the different facets of it. So we've got a great show for you today. I'm really excited about our next guest. And uh, it's no other than Michael Crane, attorney Michael Crane from the law offices of Michael Crane. Michael, thanks for being here with us. Thank you for having me, Emilio. How are you today? Always a pleasure. I'm doing great. Appreciate it. How are you? Good. Doing well. Awesome. So, Michael, selling multifamily properties with a tenant in breach of their rental agreement. I'm so glad you're bringing this up today because I got to tell you, there are so many mistakes that happen when you have, and I'm not trying to throw realtors under the bus because yes, I am a realtor, but when you have inexperienced real estate agents um, working on a situation or inexperienced sellers that don't have the proper legal guidance when they're selling a home with a tenant, it can be a little dicey. So love to hear your take on this and what to do, any suggestions. I, I agree with you. I think it's not only proper legal guidance, I think you hit on a proper realtor guidance as well. Um, you know, it's, it, it falls on both the, the lawyer and the realtor, uh, because what we're seeing is, especially during the pandemic, the market's hot. So people are selling more and more multifamilies because mm -hmm. the, the price per door is great. I mean, it's fantastic right now, especially if you own one. And we're seeing a lot of first time home buyers getting into the market by purchasing a multifamily, hoping to use the revenue to pay their mortgage. And what we're seeing is, um, you know, really within 24 to 48 hours of them purchasing uh, the, the property, we are seeing all of the issues, uh, we're seeing issues arise. And usually it's issues with tenants who are, uh, who were supposed to be removed because the purchase and sales agreement states that one of the units was supposed to be vacant or um, there was no estoppel agreement um, mm -hmm. given at the closing, which states that the tenants were up to date in their rent. Um, and they just basically took the uh, seller's realtor or seller's buyers, uh, you know, or excuse me, the seller uh, in themselves word for it that uh, that the tenant was up to date in rent. And sure enough, most people will close on a Wednesday, Thursday or Friday. They show up at the property, either a looking to take possession of a unit or, you know, to live because it's supposed to be their primary residence or B, they're just looking to talk to the tenant. And what, what we're seeing is either the tenant won't talk to them. Tenant laughs because we've got the CDC eviction moratorium in place, or, or they just haven't paid their rent, or they knew they were supposed to move. And now they say, well, I'm not going to move. You're a new owner, and you've got to start the process over, and no process has started. And sure enough, when you go back to the purchase and sales agreement, uh, it, it, it was not completed properly. Um, there was no estoppel agreement required. Um, there was no proration of rents required. Pro, there was no delivery of security deposit required. Um, and the, you know, the, the box, uh, basically a box, we'll just call it that where you can check off, uh, one unit was supposed to remain vacant was never really checked off. Mm. Um, and, and that's been a huge issue. Um, and, and I've been getting numerous calls on Friday nights with, with a new buyer, usually first time home buyer in tears because they have a tenant they, they, they can't get rid of. Um, okay. so there's safeguards and protections you can put in place. Yeah. Now, Michael, you, you primarily represent and you actually only represent landlords, correct? In a residential setting. Yes. In the residential I'll represent setting. commercial tenants. Okay. Okay. Yes. Understood. Okay. So, so listeners, I want you to know that it, it is so important again today, and, and you've, you've mentioned the, the moratorium, right? And while that is a, a temporary, hopefully a temporary thing, 
there is no more difficult time than dealing with tenants than there are right now because um, you're running into so many situations where yes, maybe there wasn't an estoppel agreement or maybe the purchase and sales agreement was filled out wrong. And now, like Michael said, you're going in and you can't even move into the unit that is now your principal residence or or you can't take the tenants that are out there and now they've stopped payment. And, and Michael, how, how long could it take to potentially... Well, during a moratorium, you can't evict them, but let's talk non-moratorium. How long does it take to evict someone successfully? From the mailing of the letter, it could take anywhere from 90 to 150 days. It depends on the process. It depends if the tenant answers, uh, you know, if the tenant moves. If the tenant moves, it take, you know, depending on when you call, you have to send a letter that covers a full rental period to terminate a tenancy. So if I'm sending a letter today, I have to send it for October 1st. But if you call me on September 2nd, then uh, I have to send it for November 1st. So that could be a 60-day period because you've just missed it by a day. So it could take any, that's, that's why it could be up to 150 days because it just depends when you, when you, when you start the process, um, how late in a month, how, you know, versus how early in a month, um, that, that's, that's the issue. So you're really looking at a 90, on average, 90 to 120-day process. Um, yeah. If the tenant doesn't voluntarily leave, and right now vacancy rates for tenants are at one percent across Rhode Island, so they're not leaving, I, I, and that's not going to change that part. I don't think that's going to change in the next six to nine months. Do we know what the the tenancy rates normally are? Is there like a three or six percent vacancy, or what does that normally land? It's normally about three to six percent, and it's no. I would say it's normally high enough for the tenants to be able to find a new place. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, and there, that's. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, and they're, they're having a hard time. And, and in addition to that, you know, um, the, the rents are, are so sky high. And, and what I think a lot of people don't realize is that, look, uh, landlords are business owners and they have to obviously pad their loss. So they're going to make up for it one way or another, in addition to rising costs in taxes, insurance, utilities, and all of these other things that they're hit with. So it's not that landlords are the bad girls or guys. They're simply just protecting their investment. And unfortunately, with all the inflation and everything else going on, they have to increase the cost. Right. And, and salaries are not matching those increases right now. That's it's Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and that's a sad thing. And inflation is, is a whole nother topic. And, um, right you know, and, and that, that's kind of, that can affect people in, in many ways, including the tenants too. And look, and we're empathetic to tenants in their situation. You know, at one point I was a tenant, I get it. I was yeah. struggling, you know, I agree, you know, so ultimately I guess that the moral of the story is, listen, if you need any, any advice as far as uh, what to do, or if you're looking to speak with an attorney um, that handles this type of situation, I would suggest to contact uh, Michael Crane here. And Michael, your office is where in Providence? We're in Providence, right in Wayland Square. On okay. Oh, yeah. perfect. Okay, yes. awesome. And uh, you can either reach him on our off-air number at 401-217-2333. We'll connect you. Or I'm sure you could Google uh, the law offices of Michael Crane, LLC, and you can find him there as well. Awesome. We're right there. Yeah. So and, the, the beauty of modern technology. So It's wonderful. Any, uh, and, any, any, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, if you're representing, if you're representing a buyer, um, you really should be speaking with, with either an attorney or an experienced realtor. 
um, you know, Emilio, yourself, very experienced uh, with, with multifamilies um, because it, it, you know, I, I'm seeing it's, it's when we see the mistakes, the mistakes are common mistakes made by, by either, you know, unfortunately younger realtors, realtors who think, oh, I can sell a multifamily. How much mm -hmm. different is it? And, and have never, you know, just, just aren't, aren't experienced. And it, it, it's a huge issue because I think you're opening yourself up to liability as well. Yeah, it's a huge issue. And that's why I, I always tell clients, um, you know, you're, you're better off interviewing two to three realtors. You want to you want to make sure whether it's a condo, a multifamily, single family land, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you have the agent that specializes in there. It's like, you know, when you go to uh, get a divorce, you know, you're not going to hire uh, Mike Crane to do the divorce because Mike, Mike right. Crane does tenant tenancy landlord law you know um plus you know, i don't care who gets the tupperware yeah yeah right we were just talking about divorce in the last segment so it's funny but but you know um so it should be the same thing with a real estate agent too and you know i don't know if you know this or not uh but i learned this the last time i took the code of ethics uh class through the the rhode island association of realtors but if you don't specialize in something and someone calls you and wants and ask you to help them with it as a realtor you're supposed to tell them look that's not my area of specialty or look i have limited uh experience in that area so i'm either going to take so and so in in my office to help me with that or i'm going to recommend you out to so and so i wasn't aware and, of that but i like that. yeah and and actually you know there, we don't have that here in the legal field but uh you know that's something that i i i'm I, I follow that's that's you know kind of a code that I, I follow it's not a it's not a per se code of ethic but I don't take divorces I don't I, I take what I know um, yeah. and and refer anyone out I'm not afraid to refer anyone out and I think uh, you know I was actually thinking about that um, you know in preparation for coming on today is you know I know for for realtors you know don't be afraid to, to refer out multifamilies uh, especially if you haven't done it before because I think you know you know, we're all offering a service. I think if you refer somebody out to somebody good, they're more likely to come back to you than if you try it yourself and screw it up. hundred percent. Absolutely. All right, Mike, I've got a question for you. Now, what happens if you do have the properly executed purchase and sales agreement and the purchase and sales requires estoppel agreements? Um, you know, how, how would you handle that in a situation if the tenants say weren't leaving? So if the tenants weren't leaving, so you have a properly executed purchase and sales agreement that says a unit should be vacant for the owner because it's going to be their primary residence and estoppel agreements, which says all rents are up to date, then if that's not occurring, your realtor should be checking with the other realtor and the seller should be, should be providing the termination of tenancy letter that was sent to the um, tenants and also, you know, sign the estoppel agreements within 10 days of the closing. And then if that hasn't happened, then there needs to be money escrowed so that because there's probably going to, to be some sort of additional work needed um, mm -hmm. to remove that tenant. And that's a number that the, the realtors should be negotiating and attorneys, there should be attorneys involved at this point negotiating. Yeah. Um, and, and the number our office always recommends, just so, so everybody knows, is, is $5,000 um, to cover um, any, any possible costs that arise from having to, to remove the tenant. Um, but that those but you're going to want to close on time for the bank, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're going to want to have those discussions within, you know, at least 10 days prior to closing um, 10 to, within that 10 to 14 day window. Hey, is the tenant gone? Is the tenant going to move? Do they have a new place? 
get those estoppel agreements signed um, so that the adjustments can be prop can can be properly reflected on the closing disclosure statement. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if if and then if there are issues after that, then you can go after the seller. Then you, you know, then you know the seller has committed some sort of fraud at the closing, and then you're protected in that way. But you're also going to do a walkthrough. And at the walkthrough, if you see that the units is supposed to be vacant, has furniture in it, is not vacant, then you know you can go to the closing and ask for that money to be escrowed. And your attorney will have to, you know, draft a, a quick document, which is a long document. They, you know, mm -hmm. the, the closing attorney will probably have it, uh, putting those protections in place to ensure that you can um, that you can uh, take possession of that unit um, at some point. Still going to take time. You're still going to have issues, but at least you're going to have some money in escrow to cover your damages that you're going to suffer and incur. Great stuff, Michael. Love having you on the show. You and I could go back and forth for hours on this topic and several others. Um, appreciate you very much. Again, feel no free, guys. Thanks to, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Feel free to Google Michael Crane, the law offices of Michael Crane. He'll be there to help you out and or give us a call on our off-air number, 401-217-2333. I'll go ahead and connect you over to him. Great stuff. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show, streaming on the iHeartRadio, WHJJ, News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. So you can see All righty, you know what that means. We're going to talk about the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. I would always suggest you should check out riblogger.com to stay on top of what's happening here. The best events happening, riblogger.com. Jennifer, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Always, always a pleasure. What do we got? Well, we've got Labor Day weekend, which is always obviously a little bittersweet. Um, so we have a, a bunch of fun events that are happening Um the Rhythm and Roots Festival 2021 will take place the 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th at Integrate Park. If you haven't been, it's great. It's actually very family-friendly. Um, I've, I've been in the past a few times, and, and there's the artist lineup is amazing this year. The weekend features camping. If you want to stay the whole weekend, you can camp. There's music and dancing across multiple stages. Um, it's all ages, like I mentioned, and there's kid, kids' activities, kids' tents, um, over 25 artisans and a bunch of food and drink vendors. So definitely worth going at least for one day. Um, mm. I personally have not camped there yet, but it's definitely worth going down for the day and checking it out. Awesome. Labor Day weekend at Ballard's is going to be a three-day event featuring live music, two to six on Friday, and then six to 10 Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, also 12 to five on Saturday and Sunday. Um, there'll be VIP cabanas for purchase as well as awesome food and drinks and just, you know, beach. I love going there in the summer too. So I think that's another way to say goodbye to summer is to, um, you know, head out to Lock Island for that's at a, least a day. That's a three-day hangover after that. <laughs> I know, that. it's true. It is Or true. a week. You know, I've actually yeah. never been to Ballard's ever. You haven't? I think that this is your weekend. This is your weekend. You should go for the day. At is least it, the day. Is it this weekend? It's Labor Day oh, wait, weekend. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I mean, it's always open. Like, you know, you can go anytime and most of the times on the weekends there's live music. Wow. So um, yeah, it's a good time. It's, uh, it's it like, sounds, 
Sounds like Rhode a- Island staple. And they have the best mudslides, just saying. You know where else I've never been is Patty's in uh, Westerly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been there, too. They used to have a lot of good shows there, too. And I think they're, you know, starting to have their shows back again. But I haven't been recently. But that's it's the same vibe, you know, just being on the beach. And you can uh, obviously have a couple beachside drinks. Got you. What else do we got? Probably get a really good sunburn. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Bullpoint Park is back in action, which is another great venue. Um, reggae returns to Bullpoint Park on September 4th for Reggae in the Park starting at 1 p.m., um, it'll feature Kai Mani and Julian Marley, plus many, many more artists, which, you know, they're on the event listing. The, there's delicious food tr- trucks and drinks for purchase as well. So, um, again, it's nice to have these concerts coming back. Mm-hmm. If you're a Chowder fan, Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th, you can head to Langworthy Farm Winery for Chowder on the Deck. Um, it's the perfect tribute to summer. It's in, also in Westerly. It's $5 to enjoy a delicious cup of chowder with the purchase of a tasting or a glass of wine. And last but not least, this is really exciting too. Providence Waterfire is back and the season kicks off Labor Day weekend, which is Saturday, September 4th is their first one. Um, it's going to honor the COVID heroes, including essential workers. It's a full lighting with over 80 fires um, from Waterplace Park to Memorial and South Main Street. The lighting starts after sunset and remains lit until about 12.30 p.m. And I think this is new this year, but looks like the last water fire, usually the last water fire is Veterans Weekend, Veterans Day, but now it looks like their last water fire is December 4th and it's going to be a holiday water fire. So there's there's several of them, September, October, November, and the last one being December 4th. So you have time to get there if you can't make it to this particular one. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we definitely miss the water fire beautiful beautiful time over there they do such a lovely job and there's a lot of RISD students as well that put on some really really fantastic displays um water fires unlike anything else yeah it's amazing and I'm thinking like I don't I don't know if, I feel like they have not done a holiday one so I love the holidays oh. so the December 4th one I'm definitely planning oh, on getting uh, if not if not before then yeah absolutely great what else we got that's our top five, but there's- Oh, no- wow. You already did five? All right, Jennifer, I can't believe how quick you rattled through those. Um, and, you know, so so our listeners always get to hear about your events, always get to hear what's happening. And, you know, and we love it, but we never, ever get to hear about you. And, <laughs> you know, like, like Jennifer, first off, like, who are you? Who am I? <laughs> Jennifer Jaber. Um, I run our blogger, obviously, mm-hmm. and live in Rhode Island, have, you know, lived here my whole life. Before I was a blogger, I was a teacher, which I still do a lot of teaching as well. Um, so I kind of run, run two different things, what teaching were you and teaching? blogging, what were you fourth teaching? grade, third, fourth, well, mostly fourth grade, but elementary school. Wow. All right. So you, hey, no wonder why you're so chill and you've got so much patience because that takes a special person to deal with fourth and fifth graders. Oh my God. They're so good though. I love that age, you know, yeah. and now my daughter's going into fourth grade. So, so now I, uh, I'm really with that age. Wow. That's great. So uh, what, let me ask you, I mean, so you have Rhode Island blogger, you also have Long Beach blogger too, right? You still have that? Yeah. So Long Beach Island, it's in New Jersey. Um, so yeah, it's Long Beach Island. It's, it's actually a relatively small area. I think the island itself is only either 11 or 18 miles long. Mm-hmm. It's, and and it's just it's a beautiful place to go it's just a long strip of beach and then you know restaurants and hotels and entertainment so 
Um, so yeah, so run both of those always with the vision of, you know, growing it more to, to other places. Um, I, I did start one called North Conway Travel, but I haven't really been able to do much with that since COVID started. So that's on the back burner for a little bit. Oh yeah. Wow. I mean, so what inspired you to start blogging about events and, and all these other wonderful things? Like what, what got you to do that? Well, so it started from working with a digital marketing company um, and just, I guess, seeing a lack of specifically in Rhode Island and having being a new mom at the time, like a lack of places to find everything you want to do, whether it be farmers markets, new breweries, opening up restaurants, uh, shopping, just kids activities, family activities, date nights. So I just, I just um, wanted to kind of find a place to put all. Um, so great stuff. Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. Thank you again so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Have a great week. Always a pleasure. You too. Awesome. Great. So glad we got to talk with Jen a little bit more this week. Um, what's We had some awesome guests today. I'd like to thank Tanya Corsi with Engel and Volkers. We went over divorce in real estate in addition to uh, working with tenants and making sure that you're setting yourself up correct for selling uh, a multifamily property. We had attorney Michael Crane on, who is a fantastic resource as well. I'd like to thank uh, Jack, um, our, our producer, Biller Station Manager, and uh, we're going to have some awesome guests next week. I want you to stay tuned. And if you want to reach out to me, 401-217-2333, we can go over anything you need real estate related, or I can recommend you to uh, you know, any type of service that, that you'd need in relation to real estate um, as well. So thank you so much. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. God bless you. Have a great week. And we'll see you back here next week on News Radio 920, 1047 FM and streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ.